Hey y'all, before we get into this episode, I just wanted to say thank you guys for your love, your support. We've missed you. We're happy to be talking with you again. Black Lives Matter. Thank you for listening. Oh, oh, e, it is you, it is me, Felicia and Courtney. He, he, he. She is Southern and I am Black. The pantry door, we will crack. Get ready over her in the pantry. Wow, it's not. <laughs> you did. You were freestyling there. Well, now it's been a minute, and now I can honestly say my music skills are certainly a little bit more honed. Mm-hmm. I tried to out at least one to four rap verses or hooks under my secret music alias mm-hmm. on an unnamed app. Mm-hmm. And they're doing pretty well. So, real well, shit. <laughs> I literally am Hannah Montana. Now, I just added another identity. So, like, Courtney is like, you like when we're on the glamour sectional, like mm-hmm. when we're on like on the podcast, it's just like Courtney, and then there's like mm-hmm. Courtney Revolution. That's like, bitch, I'm gonna snatch your wig, Kiki to the Kiki key. And then there's the boop <laughs> alias, and on that <laughs> alias, that's where I I rap and I give the girls what they want, you know, sad boy jams for days and Dua Lipa, Harry Styles mashups here and there. It's a fun time. That was a great beep, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> like that sounded like it was like edited in. It was not. <laughs> I wanted to sound professional. <laughs> your professional beep. You're also doing um, like uh, voices or whatever those things are called. Like voiceovers. Voiceovers. <laughs> Literally, my new goal, Felicia, is I want to be a voice on. There's this show on Cartoon Network called Craig of the Creek, um, mm-hmm. and I love it. I just got HBO Max. Um, and Craig of the Creek, they have like a Cartoon Network package. And so I've been watching Craig of the Creek and it's fun and he's black. I said, Cartoon Network has black people like as the lead. Um, I was kind of sure it's a cartoon and the lead, like the lead is black and he's got a black ass family and like, he's got like a sister. It's fun. So, um, I kind of wish I had a show like that growing up. So I want to be a voice on Craig of the Creek. So Cartoon Network hit somebody up. I feel like that is a show that one of my friends watches because we saw a commercial for it and he mentioned it like he was like very excited about it. And I don't know if that is it, but I feel like in the commercial there was a creek. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's probably either that or Steven Universe. I feel like if you know an adult that loves a cartoon, it's probably Steven Universe or Craig of the Creek. It wasn't Steven Universe. No, it was probably. I've seen that pictures of that before i've not seen yeah. the show you probably like it felicia maybe i'll get into it i used to watch a lot of like cartoon network shows like uh, as an adult like but that was a long time ago steven wonder has steven wonders <laughs> <laughs> steven universe <laughs> they teach like really good life lessons on that show mm-hmm. about like just like remaining calm and like it's okay to be different and like it's i would say that it's a very revolutionary show and I don't use that word to describe things um, often. Maybe I'll have to get into it because I don't know if I like how they look. <laughs> Felicia, holy shit. Okay, so since we're talking about Steven Universe real quick, uh-huh. there's a fucking episode like right in the first season of it and it skeeves me out and I can't watch it and you might like it. 
Um, and it's like an episode where like Steven's hands are like turning into fucking cats. Um, it's literally nightmare fuel to me. Like I cannot look at it. Like I've watched episode once and I got like goosebumps like all over my arms. Like I hate how it looks. Um, yeah. So I wonder if you see that. If you like it. I don't know about that. You know how I feel about how cartoons look and such. So yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. getting like goosebumps just like talking about it. But um, you might like it, girl. His little hands turning into little kitty cats, girl. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it is about some cartoons and how they look. I, I cause see, I'm fine with Big Mouth. I like Big Mouth. What is that? Oh, the cartoon on Netflix. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with that. But for some reason, some cartoons, just the way they look, just. Is it when they start to look outlandish and alien? I don't know. Yeah, probably. And then some of them just look too, just like. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example. Like, there was some show on the end or something, and they had, like, big heads, and I hated that. And they had big heads? Yeah, they had huge heads, and it just, it, it looked weird. Or, like, I honestly didn't really like how The Simpsons looked. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of warmed up Really? To it. Yeah, I warmed up to it. I think it's just, like, the fact that everything's one color and it's, like, spikes. And it's just, like, is that your flesh? That's a spike. Or is that your hair? (laughs) (laughs) I just realized what you were talking about. When you said spikes, I was thinking of Homer Simpson's, like, little line of hair that goes around the back of his head. But you mean Bart Simpson's head is, like, spikes. (laughs) That, like, throws you off. (laughs) Cause like, cause like, is that your skin? <laughs> it's like his hair. It blows oh. in the wind, girl. Oh, stop. It does. <laughs> <laughs> your spiky scalp blowing in the wind. Oh. oh I hate that. Not... Now, you don't overthought the Simpsons now. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know what this thing about the big heads is. I wish I could remember what it is. Yeah, I want to know what you're talking about. You're not talking about Angela Anaconda, right? Oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Shut up, really? Yeah. That's my fucking show. That's my shit. Anyone that's listening to this, if you own the Digimon VHS, the Digimon the movie. Oh, I hate this. I Googled it. Angela this Anaconda. This my is name it. is Angela. Hello. Uh-uh. And welcome to my very own show. Hey, I'll introduce my friends to you. Hey. And then she goes, oh, no, it's Ninny Pooh. Ooh, Angela Anaconda was iconic. That was back from uh, before ABC, before Freeform was Freeform, it was ABC Family, and before it was ABC Family, it was Fox Family, and that's when um, Angela Anaconda was on TV first. Um, around the time that S Club 7, remember S Club 7? Oh yeah, I loved that. When they were around, they were all on the same uh, network when it was Fox Family. So the thing, they don't, it's not that they have big heads, it's just they have photos as heads like everything's a cartoon except their face like they're like human ransom notes you know how they clip the letters out of magazines and they make ransom notes angela anaconda is like a cartoon version of a ransom note oh my god i can't look at these i've got it on google and i can't i've got it it on google (laughs) yeah that's literally exactly what it was i'm so glad that you knew what i was talking about 
I had a feeling I because I love Angela Anaconda, but when you said big head, I was like, what else? I knew something was up with their heads. I couldn't remember what, but I knew something was up, and that's exactly what it is. They've pasted a real human face (laughs) on a cartoon's head. Felicia, we really been gone like bad weeks, and we came back and said, "Fuck Angela Anaconda." That's the first 10 minutes of this episode. We said, hey, y'all, sorry we've been gone, but honestly, fuck cartoons these days, and also fuck Angela Anaconda. I just can't. I can't. Y'all, please, y'all Google it, please, and see, because... It's iconic, (laughs) y'all. So, Felicia, Mm -hmm. where have we been, darling? What have you been up to? What's been happening? So I don't know if you guys keep up with us, like, outside of listening to the podcast. Um, I've found that a bunch of you do. Um, But this is, like, weird. Like, because you have to, like, I don't know. It's weird. This is, like, Mm -hmm. a weird thing to talk about. So. Yeah. um, My mom passed away. Mm. basically I, I mean there's nothing no other way I can really say it so I'll just say it um she had cancer um she was diagnosed back in see and I haven't talked about any of this because mm. like we haven't like talked about it publicly yeah so she got diagnosed back in I think December or November um, for many, many years, my mom, what she did and what she retired from is she was a lab tech. So if you went into like a doctor's office or a hospital or something and you got your blood drawn, that was my mom. She would do mm-hmm. that. Um, and many years ago, I think maybe even before I was born, I'm not sure how long it was, um, she got hepatitis C from a needle. She stuck somebody and ended up accidentally sticking herself with the same needle Mm. And that is what led to her having liver cancer later in life. Um, And we found out back in December, we've been going these past couple of months of this year and trying to figure out what to do about it. Um, We were at first, we found out, you know, they couldn't remove it with surgery. And then we were looking at a transplant. And then we found out, well, I found out, um, when she was in the hospital right before she passed away. But she had been told um, in April that she did not qualify for a transplant. It's really shitty and confusing about how they do transplant lists because if Mm. you're too sick, you can't get on the transplant list. But it's like, so then what are you supposed to do? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So they were going to do some radiation treatment with it. There's something that... Can, they can put in and it like releases radiation beads into your liver. Um, they told her you're too sick for that. Um, mm. So basically what month is it? So basically at the end of April, we went back up to the doctors um, to do some more like scans to figure out what else, you know, what's the next step here since everything is just like, there's nothing else we can do. There's nothing else we can do. Um, and she just got really sick. Um, she had a lung collapse. She was on a, like a chest tube, um, for like a week. We were in the hospital for, I don't know how long we were in the hospital for. It was at least a week. It was over a week. Um, and she just kind of kept declining. They, they just kind of told us there was nothing really 
in the end, what happened is they kind of told me, you know, there's nothing really that they can do to treat the cancer. The cancer started spreading throughout her body. Um, they were doing like x-rays like multiple times a day so they could mm. see it spreading. Um, and her lung would not do like, would not like inflate. Um, so and keeping that chest tube in for so long can lead to like bad infections and things like that. Mm. So basically, um, you know, she started declining, her kidneys started failing. Um, and then whenever it came time to figure out if we wanted to try to start doing life support, stuff like that, um, I kind of like had to make a decision there. Um, because you know, there at that point I'm being told there's nothing else we can do. So even if she gets better from the collapsed lung, then she's going to be dying of cancer. Mm -hmm. So at that point I had to make a decision to move her into like a hospice facility and, um, which I'm sure you guys know is a hospice is like a place you go to like, you know, be comfortable on your last, you know, days, however long that may be. Mm. Um, some people are in there for years. Some people are in there for weeks. My mom was in there for three days. Um, they made sure, you know, she was comfortable with all of her medicines. She got to have, you know, what she could have. Um, the first night that we were there, my mom, like near the end, you know, she wasn't really like in it. Like she kind of couldn't open her eyes. She wasn't really talking that much. She'd respond every now and then, but mm. we were in the, um, we had just gotten her checked into hospice and one of the nurses was telling, I was like, so what does she do about like food? Like I was trying to get information and she's like, oh, we have all kinds of stuff here. And she was telling me about this like cookie ice cream sandwich thing. And my mom was like, well, now that sounds good. And that was like <laughs> the first thing she had like said, <laughs> like that day. So they brought her a cookie, an ice cream cookie, and she got to eat that. Um, but luckily, you know, and the whole COVID thing is happening. So that's yeah. an added stressor. When we were in the hospital, I could stay with her as much as I want. I spent, you know, several nights at the hospital with her, but only one person could go in. But um, on her last day there, luckily, you know, all of the nurses, she was in um, the Medical College of Charleston and everybody there was just fantastic. I don't have one bad thing to say about anybody there. They, they're yeah. the ones that made everything like smooth. All the doctors were amazingly sweet. Like they were just like there. Um, but on the last day, my dad thankfully got to go in at hospice. They would let, allow four people in at once. I could stay overnight with her. So I just got to spend that time with her, you know, when tell her goodbye. And I'm just really grateful that I was at least able to have that. So, I mean, even though it, it's like unfortunate because it all happened really quickly and I had yeah. no idea this was going to happen this quickly. I thought yeah. we'd get here at some point, but I didn't know it would be now. Yeah. I at least like got to spend that time with her. I'm glad that you got that time, Felicia, because yeah. even for us not being there with you, um, it it felt very quick. Yeah. Um, it just did. Um, I want to say something. Well, my favorite thing about your mom was just the fact that it was so obvious how much you guys loved each other and it's one of the things that made me want to be your friend was how much you love your mom because I love my mom the same way yeah so I'm here for you you know yeah I appreciate that so much yeah I mean like 
like she was like the one person that knows like truly everything about me like you know like I I feel like I am a part I'm the type of person and you know this about me since we're so close I don't let people in (laughs) very often and it's hard for me to let people in and it takes a long time for me to let people in but I feel like she's like the one person that truly like understood every aspect of me so that's why it's going to be very hard because right now it's it's not been a month it's only been a couple of weeks um shoot out on the 15th of may um i just i don't feel like it's real yet and it's also a weird dynamic with the virus stuff going on nothing everything was already out of the normal you know so now it's even more so out of the normal Mm. so it just feels weird but it's been really nice i've been all of my friends y'all have all been here for me to support me to make sure i've not felt alone um people that i don't know that listen to the podcast you guys have reached Mm. out to me and dm'd me and sent me sweet things like everyone's been very supportive and made sure that i know that i'm loved and cared for people have sent me all people have sent me all these sweet things baskets flowers all that it's just yeah y'all thank you guys for everything that you've done i love that thanks you guys I'm not Felicia, but thanks for caring. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I miss my friends. <laughs> uh, I miss you very painfully. This COVID shit, amongst other things, I'm just like very, I'm, I feel drained from it. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like I've, I would be planning or gearing up to see you by now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Cause we would be going to VidCon. Yeah. Ugh. Awful, 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 awful. So now what, Felicia? I don't know. Now is just... I don't know. (laughs) You carry on. Yep. Yeah. I've unfortunately gone through other great losses. So I kind of like... It's kind of like I've been here before, but in a different way. It's really hard to explain, I guess. Yeah. So, mm. I don't know. It's just, like, I know at some point, I, I just, I've, I've been through, like, grief, like, strong grief before. So, mm. I guess I'm just kind of trying to navigate it again. Mm. Do you feel like it's tougher? Um, I think, in a way, it's... It's, it is in a way because the last time I went through this, I had my mom. Yeah. So it's like I don't have the person that helped me navigate it last time with me. Mm. Mm. Well, you have me, a gay black man. I'm very glad I have you. <laughs> and all, I mean, we're obviously not your mom, but... We are here, and we support you, and we're always going to be around to lift you up when you need it. Thank you. Don't ever doubt that, girl. (laughs) Y'all have been great. Thank you. You've been great. You've been carrying on. Mm Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had to have a water sip moment, girl. (laughs) You're fine. 
Um, but yeah, that's kind of what's been going on. That's why we had to take some time off. Um, but also when my mom was in the hospital before she like took a big decline, she was like telling me like, God, I hear my dad. He must be on the phone or something. Oh, my dad's sitting with me. I just heard him go, right. Oh, I don't know if y'all heard it. But when she was still in the hospital, she was telling me, she's like, now don't miss too many weeks of the podcast. Mm. So here we are. She said, get that ass back in the pantry and stop playing. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she here was an avid are. listener, of course. Oh. She was an eavesdropper. She was listening to our conversations from coast to coast. Mm-hmm. A woman. But we're back today. Um, we can't promise every week we're going to be super cheerful. I mean, and I know you guys understand because you've told us we do. Especially, I don't. I mean, like, guys, it's it's just a heavy time right now, just in the world. Um, yeah. On top of everything else that are go is going on in our personal lives, I just feel like. I just wish right now that we were just in a house with all of our friends so we could just all just sit together (laughs) and go through. To to like feel that we can't physically be in the same space, to feel like that's an unsafe thing is like the weirdest feeling. Yeah. Yeah. So I I just wish that we could all just be in one place together in just a house and, and we wouldn't have to be doing anything. Just be there together. Felicia, you already know we are the two most we don't got to do shit ass bitches <laughs> on earth. We just got to be there. Just meet us there. Like, I, I always say, Felicia, just catch the fucking flight. Like, I don't know what the fuck we going to do when your ass get here, but, you know, the couch is there. Like, yeah. <laughs> Let's just, I just, yeah, I just wish right now we could just be somewhere. It could be somewhere with a lake, so at least David could have fun, too. Yeah, he's he gonna hike around the fucking lake, do a couple laps. Ricky could run around the ring of the damn lake, and we'll sit. We'll <laughs> sit on the couch. We'll fucking sit. Y'all go on ahead. Oh God, hang on. L.A. They can't even spell. Oh my God, I don't even know if it's gonna make the podcast, Felicia, if it's appropriate. But literally, the fucking idiots of the L.A. fucking cop department, L.A. County. They can't even spell county right. L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Countywide curfew enforcement tonight from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Leave us the fuck alone. Honestly. Honestly. Let me put my phone on low battery because this bitch is dying. Okay, let me turn this brightness down, girl, so we can save the battery, girl, save the trees. Okay. Um, it is going to be a chill episode because I feel like with everything going on just in general, we are in sort of like this season of change and transformation. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, you know, check in with my good Judy Felicia <laughs> and ask you some questions. Okay. And I'm not going to explain the question. How okay. it sounds is how it sounds. And Felicia, just answer however much or however little you feel comfortable. All right. Are you ready, darling? I am. All right. Who was Felicia then and who is Felicia now? Then and now? Yes. Like from the last episode to this episode? I know you're not supposed to explain. (laughs) (laughs) But. Literally me. That's the challenge, girl. I don't know. Um, I feel like no matter what the the thin Felicia is, no, like I, I don't know how 
far back we're going here. But I feel like every day that I am on this earth, I am stronger than I was previously. So stronger. Mm-hmm. That's who Felicia is now. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think Felicia. that's how I was supposed to answer. <laughs> no, you did great. Okay. Felicia, you're sad. Now what? You just have to, like, acknowledge the sadness. I feel like a lot of times I want to pretend that I'm not sad. And I don't know why I do this, but I don't want to make everybody else sad because I'm sad. And recently I've been, like, trying to work on, like, telling my friends whenever I'm sad. Like, even if there's, like, nothing we can do about it. Let's like at least just acknowledge that it's there because that is again something that I do often is I try to like bottle stuff up and pretend it's not really there and that does nobody no good especially myself whenever I'm laying in bed at night and there's nothing to distract me other than my thoughts and the sadness comes you know to the forefront so Mm. I think when you're sad or I'm sad, then the best thing to do is to acknowledge the sadness. Mm. Go ahead. (laughs) Now here's another one. Felicia, if -hmm. you had a million dollars, what would you do with it? 90 days ago. 90 days ago. Hmm. I would have paid off my house and my car (laughs) for sure. So that's taken care of. Um, And then I would have probably done something with my mom. I don't know what. Maybe we would have, like, bought a house in our favorite, like, mountain spot that we we would go to every year. Um, And then I'd probably want, like, an apartment in New York City and an apartment in L.A. close to you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Felicia. Mm -hmm. What's a value that you want instilled in your family? Um, I think one that I want instilled in my family is, um, hmm, how do I, how would you describe this? Um, I feel like I'm someone and my dad is also someone who both have like a strong need for justice and I would want that to be something that my family always like would have like strive for justice in any kind of situation um yeah I don't I don't know how to describe it but I hope that makes sense a sense a need for justice. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, and love and, yeah. I don't know. It's hard, <laughs> to, it's hard to explain. Yeah. You did it perfectly. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> Sometimes I say stuff and I don't know if it makes sense. No, you made perfect and complete sense. It sounds as though you would just want your family to be a family that stands up for what's right. Yes. You know that's what I exactly mean? exactly what it is. Yes. Because I feel like you're the kind of woman that's like, that's wrong. 
Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. And if you don't like it, well. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <you're> bad. Yeah. <laughs> Felicia, mm-hmm. what song made you feel better? Um, what songs make me feel what song makes me feel better? This is you guys know that I'm a deep thinker. Um, Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Mm. A hit. Yes. That's a hit. That's a profound song. Shake it off. It is. It really is. People like don't give it enough credit because it was such a single and people just look at the chorus, but there's layers to that. There are. Very many. Felicia. Mm-hmm. In a picture perfect world, your partner would wear what color all the time? Blue. Mm. Love mm. the color blue, and I love a man that looks good in blue. Now, ironically, I have a follow up question. Ooh. What makes you feel like the color? blue and not the emotion blue that's a hard question because if you feel some it's an emotion right mm-hmm. what makes me feel like the color blue oh yes. you oh i get what you're saying i get what you're saying I, and it, not like saying like sad makes me feel blue or happy makes me feel blue like what's a thing that makes me feel blue yes um What makes me feel blue is a gorgeous day in October where it's crisp, crisp air. Like the air is crisp outside. So it's like cool. It's like a, it's like a 60, low 60s, you know, 64 ish. And the sky, there's no clouds in the sky. And you see the red of the trees up against the blue sky. That's what makes me feel blue. Mm. Now you painted a picture, girl. You might have a little hot chocolate with you. Or Ooh. a pumpkin spice latte, even, since it's October. Oh, come on, pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> Felicia, I just want to say, um, I'm very excited for fall, but I'm going to let you know right now, be prepared for if there's no pumpkin cream cold brew. Because I might have to become one of those people that, like, publicly tweets Starbucks and makes a big stink about it. Oh, um, if you search my Twitter name, I am in an article because I was upset about a gingerbread latte not coming out, so. Dude, that was already strike one. That was already strike one. When I showed up to my local Starbucks and uh, Barista Sean told me, uh, we don't have gingerbread lattes this year. And I was like, excuse me? But... <laughs> He recommended the pumpkin cream cold brew. And then right. that became like my jam for every single day, except for days that it was like randomly sold out all over LA. Like they didn't expect the demand to be, I guess, what it was. So they like ran out of whatever they used to make the the cream for it, the pumpkin spice, whatever the fuck. Oh my God, traumatic experience. Starbucks, don't play with me. I don't did play love the cold brew, the pumpkin cream cold brew. Oh my God, Felicia was so good. Starbucks better bring that back. <laughs> uh, okay, Felicia, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm. What is 10-year-old Felicia proud of about adult Felicia today? Hmm. 
it's really weird because, you know, when you're younger, you think of all these things that you would have done, had done in your, when you're almost 30. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and a lot of it is not what 10 year old Felicia would have thought that 30 year old Felicia, not that I'm 30, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 28. So let's get that straight. Okay. Um, so even though I think that even though I'm not doing what 10 year old Felicia expected me to be doing, um, I think she would still be excited about the things that I have done, like the places I've traveled, especially the fact that I've seen New York City at night and seen mm. the skyline. Yes. So I and think she would be proud of that. That's so weird because that, not weird, it's interesting to hear you say that because um, whenever I think of taking something for granted, I always go back to this specific moment um, that I had with Howard that I'm sure Howard literally does not remember or find significant at all. Um, but Howard and I, when he came to visit me, you can tell that this tr- this literal one trip that Howard spent, I always <laughs> reference this one trip I had with Howard, um, the, where he came and visited me. But we were walking back to my house from somewhere. It might have been like in and out of the supermarket or whatever. Um, and he had his phone out. And I remember being like, what is he doing? Because like behind my house, all I look and I see at the time is just like construction and like, you know, a bunch of like mess going on. Mm-hmm. And I remember Howard being like, I, he's like, you don't see? He was like, look how beautiful this is. He was like, you wake up to these mountains every single day. And when I looked, like I looked up, you know what I mean? Cause I'm mm-hmm. always looking level. But once I looked up, I noticed like the line of valleys and mountains and and I never um, paid attention to them before. So when Mm. you say the seeing the New York city skyline, something that I grew up with um, for half of my life at one point, it's interesting that you enjoy that Mm -hmm. because it's just something that I took for granted. Like I'm sure if I came and visited you in your town, I would find something to love that you might not even give two fucks about girl. Yeah. But perception is everything. You know yeah, what I, mean? I mean, like, I grew up just, like, drawing pictures of the, like, city skyline and, like, dreaming about seeing something like that because I don't have anything like that around here. Mm. And especially, like, New York. I mean, like, coming from, like, a small little town, it's, like, New York City. So, welcome to New York, girl. Taylor. Literally. <laughs> welcome to New York. <laughs> it was literally, like, that... The first time I visited New York, like, that was just, like, I, I, I can't even describe the feeling because it was just, like, I never thought that I would see it. I felt like that about L.A. the first time I visited with my mom. When mm-hmm. I got off the plane, I was, like, I was in, like, maybe, like, the uh, 10th or 11th grade, and I just remember being, like, wow, like, I made it, like, in the little super shuttle. We were, like, literally mm-hmm. visiting a college, and I was, like... I wanted to kiss the ground, the dirty-ass L.A. ground. I was like, I cannot believe I'm in L.A. I was like, oh, am I going to see Lauren Conrad? <laughs> um, and that wouldn't come for several years, um, literally like a decade later. But um, it's interesting, mm-hmm. you know? And we were both in our small towns just, like, chasing a different city mm-hmm. or at least wondering about a different city. Mm-hmm. Also, you guys, if you hear any hooligans in the background... Um, my apartment building is right next door um, to a nice apartment building with an actual pool that people use. 
Um, so you're hearing the laughter of children. <laughs> that pool's not at your apartment? The one that's outside, like you can see from my kitchen? Yeah. No, girl. The girl I when thought you, that was ne- your apartment. Girl, next time you come, I'm going to show you the real pool, girl. This shit's <laughs> looking like a fucking dirt crater. <laughs> girl. I literally have always thought that that's your pool. Hell, girl, don't people paying $1,000 more to have that nice ass pool. <laughs> Hell no. I have a pool. Um, she just doesn't get used. Mm. She doesn't look very hygienic, so mm. that's why. But yeah, the corona's in that pool, probably. Girl, I'm sure of it. I'm sure of it. Um, I wanna ask you two more questions, Felicia. Okay. If you had it, well, let me not. I already asked that one. Never mind. My question is the first one is the world is safe. And you have been given a plane ticket. Where are you going to go? <laughs> um, well, I think it just kind of depends. <laughs> because I would like to see David and I would also like to see you guys out there in L.A., so I guess it decide, uh, depends on if David's going to also go to L.A. or y'all from L.A. are going to go to New York. Oh, I didn't even realize. Girl, David, we broke. David's ass is bringing his ass to L.A. It's fine. <laughs> um, and Ricky is practically my neighbor. So that makes sense. <laughs> there you go. That, that was a good one. I didn't even think about it that way. I thought she was going to say like Abu Dhabi or something, girl. Felicia said, bitch, I'm coming to one of these two American oh. ass. And calling it a fucking day. Unless we're all gonna go, the, my first my first trip is going to see you guys. I don't know who it's gonna be first. It just I guess depends on what's going on in the world. Um, who has the lower COVID cases? Honestly, actually, COVID doesn't exist in this scenario. So, girl, whatever you feel like, we'll figure it all out because we would plan and strategize it to make. Girl, nine times out of ten. It's a group vacation, girl. Where you want to go? Get say, you there. <laughs> we going back to the Cabana Havana. <laughs> what is it? What was it? Cabana Bay? Was it Cabana, Cabana Bay? Cabana Bay. <laughs> girl, I'm rolling up, girl. I will r- happily run the three miles all the way to that last fucking tower. <laughs> happily, happily run back with the heavy ass fucking suitcase. I said, "Come on, y'all. We going back to Cabana, girl." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, wherever it is, as long as you guys are there. That sounds like a plan. That was That's a good answer. Exactly where I want to be. I thought you was about to say, girl, I'm going to New Zealand, girl. Yeah. I'm going to Australia, girl. I'm going Unless to see Unless y'all girl. are going with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, T. I got to get a passport. But I think that right now they're only giving out passports if it's like a life or death situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's a life or death situation that I need to leave the country just because. <laughs> like, yeah. please do that for me. Do me this solid. So we'll see. Ugh. My last question, Felicia. It's a very easy question, honestly. Where does Felicia want to be one year from today? And this can be situational. It can be about who you are. Oh, wait, I'm explaining. Never mind. Where do you want to be? <laughs> Where do you want to be a year from now? End of question. Um, I want to be happy because right now I'm not very happy and it's fine that I'm not happy. 
um, it's understandable that I'm not happy and it's understandable that I probably won't be for a while, but I would like to be happy a year from now. Mm. I want you to be happy a year from now too. Thanks. We gotta get Harry to pop out of a cake for your birthday or some shit. <laughs> Might help. Lord. Imagine. He gotta he gotta hop out with the high bun or something. <laughs> he might have a fishnet on, girl. He might have it on. He might jazz it up. Now Listen. I'm gonna try to I'm gonna just put I'm gonna say wear whatever you want. Felicia's not gonna give a fuck. Just put on whatever <laughs> yeah, you want to show or that new man that we've discovered. <laughs> Oh my God! Wait, what is fuck? What is his name? I just name's David. It is right, Dave. David something sweat, something sweat. David. It's something... hard to pronounce his last name. I know his ass is in this Instagram history. I was literally, I literally have my Instagram. I've been looking at my David Corn Sweat. Corn. Oh, okay. <laughs> David Corn Sweat. That can't be how you say it. Yes, it is. All right. Well, whatever. He. Oof. <laughs> Woo! I discovered him while I was watching The Politician and I don't know how I have forgotten him but he's done popped up on Hollywood on Netflix Woo! and I was reminded climbing walls. you see him climbing walls girl I just scroll down on Instagram he up here climbing a wall Courtney I just I can't I had to close it why is he climbing <laughs> I had to close it because and, and in Hollywood bitch he is <clears throat> you just sent me a <laughs> What it's is him climbing the wall. Oh my lord! Why is Who he is climbing this the wall? Man? Like, where has he been? I feel what like I'm at. If oh, I didn't know better, if, if I saw him from behind, I would think that was Sean Mendez. Uh, yep. In this particular one with him climbing up the wall, if I, I would have saw. Mm. So. Wow, we. I just I don't know where he's been. Like, how have I not known of him like for years? Because. He's what else is he in besides those two things? I have I no I've never idea. Seen him before. He's just and he's got like a dimple. Ugh. David Corn Sweat. Mm. Did you finish Hollywood yet or no? No, I haven't. I'm on like the third or fourth episode. Oh, okay. That's a good show. If you haven't seen Hollywood yet, you need to watch that immediately. Also recommends um blood and water of course um for those of y'all that haven't uh heard africa is here y'all y'all need to watch blood and water and queen sono if you want to um have a little spy adventure girl those two shows mm, especially blood and water i need that to get renewed immediately where is blood and water what do you what can i watch blood and water on blood and water and queen sono so like queen sono was like the first big South African or African Netflix series mm-hmm. to like make a splash. And so because of that, we got Blood and Water, which is a different show from Africa um, on Netflix as well. Oh, so okay. you can go, girl, watch them, girl. Blood and Water first, though. Queen Sun Oka, wait. Blood and Water okay. is that girl. That girl, Felicia. Woo. So that's what I'll watch after I finish Hollywood with this delicious man. The 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 sweat. Oof. <laughs> the literal sweat. The sweat. Honestly, because yeah, too much. All right, let me close his Instagram. She said get I cannot there. handle this right now. She's not gonna get off there. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I can't. Have you seen the TikTok, Felicia, of the black granny rating the black celebrities? 
I don't know. Holy sh- I need to send this to you. When you did that, it literally just reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> literally me. <laughs> the woman's like, oh, oh my God. Look at his teeth. Oh, nice skin. Oh, oh, I give him a 20. Oh my God, I have to find it. I know the BuzzFeed, the BuzzFeeders stole it and made it a moment in an article. I'll have to find it. But Please it was- do. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, that made my day. Shout out to that black granny, whoever she is. <laughs> well, I think we're coming to the end of this episode. Ooh, what a beautiful comeback. Yeah. Um, that was fun, Courtney. Thanks for coming up with something because it's hard for me to figure out things to do right now. So <laughs> it was very helpful that you figured out what to do. <laughs> of course, girl. I just thought of some questions. <laughs> I said, well... <laughs> It was very random questions. I could just and it made ask it easier. I'm glad. Yeah. Wanted to ease you back into the pantry, girl. Yeah. Well, may I say something, Felicia? Yes. I don't know if you guys listening knew, but on Sundays, I have a raggedy little corny live show called A Kiki with Courtney Revolution, and I talk about nothing but. Felicia is also there when she moderates, and it's a gay old time. So if you'd like to join the live discussion, join me on YouTube at noon Pacific Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Thanks. That's 3 p.m. for us over on the East Coast. Oh, yeah, 3 p.m., y'all. So make sure um, as soon as your mom start making dinner, that's the time mm-hmm. to go on it, go right on upstairs, go into your bedroom and turn my little black ass on. It'll be mm-hmm. fun. <laughs> <laughs> It's a fun time, and people that are watching are enjoying it. So you guys probably would too if you if you tuned in. Yes. Um. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks for supporting us and telling us to take as much time as we needed. Um. But we've missed you guys a lot. So it's good to be back. Oh wait. Also, Felicia. Mhm. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. Can't let this episode go by without saying that and justice for jo- for George Floyd. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So obviously we believe Black Lives Matter and we support the movement. Um, and yeah, we we we're supportive of the movement. I don't. I was just now realizing that we haven't like tweeted anything from our podcast account or anything like that. But please know that we do support and you can obviously follow us on our social medias and we're we're giving you guys good resources yeah aggressively and all day we are oversaturating y'all shit um with the resources and information so Mm -hmm. um if you've been wondering why it hasn't been on the podcast twitter account it's because we've been sweating our fingertips off on our mains (laughs) so um make sure you're following us there to get all of that good information yeah um and like we said thank you for listening um as far as we know we'll be back next week um you guys stay safe out there um protect your mental health as well Mm -hmm. Um, don't get drained yeah and we'll talk to you guys next week all righty bye